Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's edition of the Sunday Wire. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. We're streaming out live on the Alternate Current Radio Network and also at 21st Century Wire. Thank you so much for joining us. Episode 335. Of course, if you go to 21st Century Wire, you'll see a number of stories uh, in the last couple of days that we think are very important. Uh, Probably one of the most important stories is something that I alluded to last week. I said last week on this show, I said, mark my words, there's going to be some kind of disruption uh, with the 2020 election. And it's going to be COVID related. And whatever it is, it's going to throw the results of the election into question. Now, I didn't know what exactly it would be or specifically I had a few things that I suspected it might be, but I didn't have any specifics. And lo and behold, as is often the case, when you do have your finger on the right pulse, uh, the answers soon emerged. And of course they did. They came in the form of a tweet from Donald Trump, and I'm not connected at all with, with those people uh, in in the Beltway. Not really. Um, I do have a slight, slightly good instincts as to where I think the narratives are going, uh, but you know, I don't go to press conferences at the White House. But yet, I kind of knew this a week in advance, and uh, this is what the president said. He said that maybe, maybe they should delay the election uh, because the talk now is that because of coronavirus or fears of that you can't have polling stations open on election day. Now, there should be alarm bells going off right now in everyone's head, like hold the press, hold the presses. Did he just say what I think he just said? Yes. Because of fears of coronavirus, they can't have, uh, can't have people voting in polling stations. It's too dangerous. It's too risky. Uh, because of social distancing, uh, because of uh, you know, risk of, of people uh, congregating in large numbers and so forth. Now, I don't know how that's, even if you, if you believe that, of course, voting is probably the easiest thing in the world to socially distance. But they probably have to have crews of people in hazmat suits with giant industrial-sized tanks of Windex on their back, like in 12 Monkeys, going around spraying all the touchscreens to make sure they're COVID-free. The rest of it is just like the supermarket, I guess. You can queue them up with uh, colorful stickers on the ground and have them queue up around the block a few miles. And it makes them for a nice shot for the uh, evening news as well. So, I mean, it sort of works on many different levels. Nonetheless, they're talking about this, saying that, no, we're going to have to do all the votes by post. So, of course, Donald Trump is looking at this thinking, "Mm, this might not be a good idea for a number of reasons. Uh, a lot of Americans should be looking at that thinking that should, should, might not be a good idea for a number of reasons. It's never happened before in history. We've always gone to the polls. We've always gone to the polls, and all of a sudden there's an excuse this, this year uh, why we shouldn't be voting. How's that possible? So this is what Trump's saying. He's saying that uh, it's just going to create a number of problems. Well, it turns out Donald Trump knew something probably that uh, the media didn't know, uh, which was that there was going to be problems uh, regarding the uh, postal votes, uh, how fast they go out, uh, whether they go out at all, <laughs> whether they get them back in time, and so forth. So this is what Trump tweeted out. He said, with universal mail-in voting, 
not absentee voting, which is good. I'll explain what he means in a minute. 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history, says Trump uh, on Twitter. It will be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote, says the president. Uh, and he goes on to say, New York mail-in voting is in a disastrous state of condition. Votes from many weeks ago are still missing, a total mess. Uh, they have no idea what's going on. Uh, a rigged election, I told you so, same thing would happen, but on a mass, massive scale uh, with the USA. Fake news refuses to report this. And he goes on finally to say, we must know election results on the night of the election, not days, months, or even years later. That's kind of an important point. Now, didn't we just learn this lesson, really, in the uh, Democratic primaries, which were a disaster uh, from the word go? Okay, these are the same Democrats that are demanding lockdowns, that are demanding COVID, the COVID crisis continue, and so forth. And uh, Iowa, Iowa primaries, what happened there? They launched a, the Democratic Party and all their genius and wisdom launched some app and uh, votes were lost, and they couldn't even declare a result in Iowa. I think they did like a month later. And uh, in the meantime, Pete Buttigieg was running around doing victory laps, claiming that he won the, the Iowa caucuses. Of course, that turned out not to be true. Uh, so you can see the problems, you know, when you don't have normal voting or when you rely too much either, A, on some fancy app or post-mail-in post voting. Hugely problematic. One of the reasons why it's problematic uh, and it's not the same as absentee ballot voting. Absentee ballot voting, which is also by post, but it's done well in advance, and it's specifically for a minority of people who cannot make it to the polling on the day. They could also be people who are overseas, for instance, out of the country. So this is a system that's always been in place in America that caters to a specific group of people that need that service. Now the, now, the argument that the, the postal voting COVID crowd is saying is that, no, this is no different than absentee balloting, and uh, we just roll it out nationally. I, I, I'm going to have to point out there's been huge problems with absentee balloting. In principle, it's good, but there's been problems with counting them. There have been cases, many documented cases, where absentee ballots have been left in boxes or haven't been counted altogether or not even included in the results, why is that? There's still logistical issues. It's still a physical. It's it's a physical issue. Yes, it's also opened up to corruption. It's unavoidable. Now, if you do that, you scale that up for the whole country. Just just on the accuracy of of addresses and just people with shared letter boxes, stuff gets uh, posted, not seen, uh, has to be posted back in time has to be then collected and collated and then counted again. And this is potentially, as, as the president said, days, weeks, months after the fact. So how's this going to work? You have the election or supposedly uh, on November 3rd, but I guess if it's universal postal voting, it's not on November 3rd. There is no election day. Do you understand? Do people understand what that means? There's no election day. You have an election period that might last from the time the, the votes get posted out. I assume that's going to be in, you know, October or something like this. 
and then the time when they're collected and counted. And that process could take weeks, maybe months, could be a I don't think it's an exaggeration to say it could drag on for a year if there's uh, contested results. So you have this period from October to when? Uh, I guess January. I guess they would declare a winner in January and there'd be some rush. I mean, that would also delay the transition of government, uh, people uh, pointing their cabinet and so forth. So the, the country would literally come to a standstill. You'd have Trump as the incumbent during this period. It's no longer an election day, election period. You have Trump as the incumbent. And then if the result came back with, I mean, there's going to be, it's guaranteed if they go this route, there's going to be controversy. There's going to be scandals. There's going to be stuff, there's going to be photos popping up on social media, boxes with with the seals broken and, you know, the whole score, you know, tr trucks being broken into or and lots of fake news as well because of lots at stake. They failed in a coup attempt to unseat the current president in the U.S. They ran the country through a series of uh, hoaxes, Russia Gate, the Mueller report, uh, constant R Russia stories, every literally a different one every day for three years. And, and then a kind of a fake double impeachment effort, again, Russia related. So the Democratic Party and the, the civil service and the intelligence community dreamt all this up to get rid of this president. What do you think the press, the media, and these same people are going to do during that vote counting a period of uncertainty? What do you think is going to happen? They're going to be manufacturing uh, a, a crises and probably on the, the right is going to be reacting just as vociferously. What's going to happen? If there's a result, if the result goes in favor of Trump, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. We saw it days after the 2016 election. What happened? Portland was torched. People rioted and demonstrations galore, weeks and weeks of demonstrations all over the country. Not my president, blah, blah, blah. They lost the election so and they never got over it. They still haven't gotten over it. So they will be kicking and screaming all the way until they can basically turn some city in America uh, into a burning heap of ash. And even then, they won't be satisfied. So they're not going to accept a Trump victory, period, on a universal postal vote. Now, if Biden wins, and then there's some scandal associated with that, some voter fraud or some states, key state was turned somehow, uh, and somebody contests the result on the Republican side, that's not going to be pretty either. It's not going to be pretty. You're, you're looking at a potential, this and all because of what? Because of COVID. You are looking at a potential civil war right now. I am not, this, that is no exaggeration. Look how insane and hysterical people were post-George Floyd. Add COVID to that. Half the country is running around in masks and muzzles right now. Half of them are, 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 are loving it because they, they feel like they're in their mind a hero and a good citizen and they're virtue signaling. And the other half think it's ridiculous. They're hating it. Those wearing it hate it. 
Countries are being divided on so many different levels. This will only throw gasoline on embers that are already burning. And the result is going to be very predictable. So this is a very important story. Yes, we alluded to it last week. We didn't know quite what it would be. But I think this is taking shape now. And uh, Joe Biden is, and you have to ask yourself one question. Who do you think would win in a, in a, in a general election? Who was a stronger candidate, Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden? It's a simple question. Ask yourself that question. Ask anybody with any political acumen that question. What are they going to say? Of course, Hillary Clinton was a stronger candidate. No one's seen Joe Biden. He's, he's, he's AWOL last six months. He's AWOL because his handlers worked out that the more he talks, the lower his approval rating drops. The more public appearances he has, the worse his approval rating becomes. How ridiculous is that for somebody running for uh, chief executive of a country like the U.S.? The less we show him, the better his numbers are. He wants to be president. So their strategy is to hide Biden and to trash Trump. So hide Biden, trash Trump, and create this unholy mess in November if they do universal postal votes. There is no reason not to open polls on the day. There's not one reason. There's no reason today, but you can be damn sure that there's going to be a second wave or there'll be outbreak. Flu season will be sort of just coming in then. There'll be some spikes and it'll be, you know, of course, key states like Florida and Ohio and other swing states, Michigan, Wisconsin, you know, key Rust Belt states. So, uh, you know, this is not looking good. It's very quiet right now. This is the quiet be- before the storm. Normally, election seasons, this is like conventions happening. There's been no conventions. This is outrageous. Outrageous. This is, American democracy has already been abrogated because of this, the, the, the way that they've allowed this crisis to basically run everybody's life into the ground. And they're running the country into the ground. They're running democracy into the ground, all under the, the, the guise of this so-called pandemic. It doesn't measure up to the level of pandemic compared to other infectious diseases recently and in history. It just doesn't. That's an important story. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. This is the Sunday Wire. We will be right back very shortly. Stay right there. Mm-hmm. 